Death isn't the end, it's the beginning. And as I relaunch this podcast, I am honoring the biggest, longest, toughest journey through the darkest night of my soul. In this episode, I share about my personal experience with multiple ego deaths, why we must honor death as much as we honor birth and life, the beauty that grief brings, and the importance of letting go of who we think we are to become who we truly are. I am so, so excited to relaunch Potent Truth. And in this new chapter, this new iteration of the podcast, you can expect more intimacy, more depth, and yes, more truth. The conversations that will take place here will be conversations that take place from the soul and not the ego. With this relaunch, I'm also re-emerging from my long cocoon process and I'm working with clients again. I currently have one opening for one-on-one coaching and mentorship. This is a six-month journey where I will guide you through your own death and rebirth process. Through this process, you will cultivate a deep understanding of who you truly are so you can begin leading your life with intimacy and integrity. If you're ready to dive deep with me on this journey, apply today at rubyframon.com forward slash let's talk. Now my book, Potent Leadership, if you haven't read it yet, go grab your copy. It's available on Amazon and on Audible. You can also head to potentleadership.com. Beyond the narrative, underneath the veil of illusion and deep within your center, Therein lies potent truth. Welcome to Potent Truth, where today's leaders, changemakers, and light carriers come together to question the narrative, arrive at potent truth, and lead with sovereignty. What is potency? It's who you are beneath the masks, facades, and protective gear. It's the medicine humanity yearns for, cries out for, prays for, and needs. Your potency is what sets you apart, magnetizes your following, and creates movements. Join me, Ruby Fremont, for weekly guidance, channeled messages, and potent conversations that will take you on a journey of self-discovery. I am here to guide you to a place of unraveling the programming that's been keeping us stuck for generations, unlocking potent truth and expressing it through sovereign leadership. It's time for change. It's time for potent truth. Whether you're a loyal listener or you're brand new to the podcast, please take a moment right now to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Your reviews, your ratings, the downloads, all of these help me get this podcast out to more people around the world. Now, let's talk about death. Hey fam, yes, I am back after a long, long, unintentional, unplanned pause. Potent Truth is back. Now I want to share what this pause was all about. And for those of you who have been part of my online community, you have an idea of what this pause was about. But there's so much more that I want to drop into And the topic of today's episode, the topic that is going to be 
moving this relaunch into a new direction is death. And I'm not talking about the physical death, although that is part of this story. I'm talking about the metaphorical death, the dark night of the soul, the death of all that we once thought we were, of all that we once thought we believed, the death of our perceptions, our beliefs, our values, and that which we once held so meaningful in our lives, that death. Because that death has been permeating in my life since 2018, December 2018 to be exact. Now, something that I have uncovered, and you've probably heard this before, is that death isn't the end. Death is truly just the beginning. Now, I first started sitting with grandmother medicine with ayahuasca back in December 2018. And that was when I was first met with death in the metaphorical sense, being shown who I was and how I was operating in this world. And since then, I've sat in over 40 ceremonies and had hundreds of deaths like this. But what's been really interesting for me to observe in my own life is that since that first ceremony in December 2018, I have been living the longest, darkest, dark night of the soul. The longest, darkest, slowest, most painful death process of my life, a journey. Now, a lot of people talk about the dark night of the soul and metaphorical sense of death, but I never realized that it could last this long and go through so many different iterations. Like every time I thought I was being reborn, every time I saw a glimpse of the light, something else would come my way. I'd be met with something else, whether it was a piece of myself that I hadn't yet seen or an experience that caused me to reconsider who I was, how I was showing up, or the beliefs that I held within me. Death and more death. Now, in April 2022, that was when I aired the last episode of Potent Truth with the intention to take a two-month break for the relaunch. I had just cleared out my old team, hired a new production team, making one of the, uh, the biggest investments or actually the biggest investment in my podcast ever after running my podcast for five years and running it on a really, really slim budget with minimal people. I finally decided to upgrade. So, so excited. And once I made that decision, recorded that final episode, the episode aired. As many of you know, I went on another journey to Peru to embark on another 14-day dieta with my maestro. And I sit traditionally in the Shipibo way, and I'll be speaking more about my dietas in the next few episodes. I'm only going to touch on those here for context. But it, it was that dieta where I was in the jungle again, the deep in the Amazon jungle for two weeks dieting, where I really felt this rebirth. And up until this moment, I was in this dark night. From 2018 to 2022, I was in this dark night of the soul. And I went on this diet and I 
sat with the medicine and I sat with a, a new master tree that was really calling me and called Ayuma. And I'll talk more about her in, in future episodes. But the work that I did during that dieta really felt like a rebirth. So I came back home at the end of May and I felt fully supported. I felt like I was in the light. I felt as if I had turned a new leaf. And isn't that always how things go? Just when we think things are getting better, boom, we get hit with something else. So I just finished recording three new episodes with my new production team, with my new in-office setup. Very, very exciting. And Sunday, June 26th, 2022. That's when everything changed. I have gone through so many deaths in my life, so many iterations of this metaphorical sense of death, so many versions of myself that I've let go of, released. In fact, I wrote a book on this called Potent Leadership. But that Sunday, June 26, 2022, everything changed. Everything. So much that at this point, this point right now of me recording this episode, I'm still slowly piecing things together, slowly integrating what these last seven and a half months have been like for me and the changes that I feel within my own paradigm, my own belief systems, my own life. But that day... On Sunday, June 26, 2022, something happened that I never expected to happen, that I never imagined could ever happen, that I wouldn't want to happen to anyone. For those of you who don't know, our beloved girl, Leia, our little pup, she mysteriously vanished while in the care of a local dog sitter. I don't want to go into too much detail with this story for many reasons. One, we're in the middle of a lawsuit, so there's only so much I can share publicly. But two, I don't want that to be the topic of this episode. However, I do want to share some context because this experience really spun me into the deepest, darkest death journey of my fucking life. Now, we got Luke and Leia as puppies after our other dogs passed away. They lived very long lives. But we got Luke and Leia. They were born in November 2020. We picked them up in January 2021. And so at the time of Leia's disappearance, which was very mysterious and, and very suspicious, she was one and a half years old and her brother was with her. And immediately the story that we were told that she had run away didn't feel true. I knew it wasn't true. And within 48 hours, I had already caught them in many lies, multiple lies. We even hired two different sets of professional canine trackers within the first week of Leia being missing, who also found that her tracks never left the townhouse complex property lines. So what happened to Leia is still a mystery. Yet, I will say that we do know more than we've been able to share publicly at this point in time. 
But the death process is really what I want to speak to you about. My nervous system went on overdrive the day that she went missing. We were told she ran away. So I began searching in 100 plus degree weather for almost two weeks straight, eight hours a day. And when I wasn't searching on foot, I'd be at home vetting through the 400 plus DMs, emails, text messages that we were getting from people who were helping us search. It was a lot to manage, a lot. And I was operating from a state of fight or flight, barely sleeping, barely eating, barely able to support myself or my husband. And I couldn't even answer simple questions like, how can I support you? Because I was in such a traumatized state. And if you understand trauma, you know, the worst question you can ask someone who's going through trauma is how can I support you? Because we don't fucking know. We just need people to show up. So it was at that time when my body was triggered into this massive trauma response and everything in my life started to change. You see, at that point in time, in June 2022, that was the 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 month of my business, the part of the year where I close out a bunch of programs and I start enrolling for the second half of the year. And I found that I couldn't do that because my nervous system was so shot. I was dealing with PTSD, with social anxiety, with anxiety that felt so crippling that I often just found myself freezing. PTSD that was so rampant that I had nightmares waking me up every night. I couldn't operate my business. Now, technically I could, and I even tried. I even tried to enroll for my group program, Potent Leaders. I I did the whole enrollment thing. I made it easy for myself and I just took the content from the last enrollment and and I started using that. I even enrolled a few people, but it was, I think after the third person enrolled that I had to have a talk with myself and I said, look, Am I really in integrity if I were to run this program in the state that I'm in? And the answer was very clear. It was no. So I made the tough decision to publicly announce that I was no longer going to be enrolling. I refunded everyone who had signed up. And I pretty much shut down my business with the exception of one client who had started working with me. And that client, I am so, so deeply grateful for you. Thank you for, for working with me during that time. But there was this part of me that just knew I cannot operate the way that I've been operating while remaining in integrity to myself and to the people that I was serving. I was in the midst of the greatest finale, pinnacle moment, the climax of this long ass dark night of the soul. And I needed to be with that. Now for more about the journey to find Leia, I highly recommend just heading to her website, findleia.com. I'll put that link in the notes. Um, as I said, I don't want this episode to be all about her and our story to find her and seek justice for what happened. But I believe that that was really important for you to know. Because that was really the 
experience that triggered this massive traumatic episode to take place in my life. What I didn't know at that time was that this experience would spin me into the darkest, greatest, biggest, deepest death of my life. Again, metaphorically speaking, as someone who has been working with ayahuasca for so many years and has sat in over 40 ceremonies, I've met death before. The, the death of, of past previous versions of who I thought myself to be. Yet this death that I have been going through, this process, this journey since June 2022 has been one that has been filled with so much grief, so much shedding, so much letting go. We hear a lot about death in the personal development industry, death and rebirth. We hear about those things simultaneously because they do go hand in hand. With every death, there is a rebirth. But what we don't talk enough about is that the journey of death can be really fucking long and painful and hard. But it's something that we must go through. We must go to the depths of these forms of death in our life. We must go to the depths of our dark nights and be in that darkness. Prior to meeting ayahuasca in December 2018, I had a really big looking business on the outside. I was hosting 100 plus person three-day events in Los Angeles. I was recording and sharing daily videos on social media. Like who the fuck does daily videos? I don't, but I was doing this. I was even recording upwards of two podcast episodes a week. And I mean, not just recording, but recording and sharing two podcast episodes per week. I was doing a lot. And in addition to that, I was also running multiple group programs and working with multiple one-on-one clients. It was, it was a lot. I was Uh, At that point in time, visibility was my goal, being visible with my message, being visible with my mission. And although I was really good at this, I've now realized that this is not really how I'm meant to lead my dharma. And for sure, during that portion of my life, it served a purpose. I don't believe that we go through experiences that do not serve us in some way, shape, or form. Every experience serves us. And so even though during those years I was pushing myself, I was accomplishing a lot and I was building something within myself that I would need in order to move into the next stages of my life. But these are the parts of me that really began to die as I started working with grandmother medicine. I remember hosting my last huge three-day, 100-plus person event in Los Angeles in 2019. And this was the first event I did after sitting with ayahuasca. And even running it felt different. Even being there at the front of the stage felt different. And I had this sadness within me, grief, as I was running the event, knowing that this was the last one. After that, I started really being devoted to the medicine path. 
I started to dissolve old coaching programs and offerings and retreats. I started to drop even deeper into my feminine energy and not always lead from my masculine. And I started doing less and being more. And if you've read Potent Leadership, you know what I'm talking about when I say this, the importance of being, being with our emotions, being with ourselves, being with all that life has to offer, the beingness, the stillness. This is so, so important. It's something that I had never really given myself the opportunity to experience. So here I was in 2019 at the very beginning of my journey with ayahuasca and who I believed myself to be was dying right in front of me. And as that version of myself started dying, I started to see things more clearly, which led me to writing my book in 2020. Now imagine writing a book on leadership in 2020. <laughs> of course, I, I didn't predict that this was going to happen in 2020. But also how divinely guided was I to write a book on leadership in 2020, the year when everything for everyone changed. So here I was feeling good again, feeling like my dark night is complete. I'm writing a book. This is super exciting. And then the second week of March and the world is forcibly shut down. I take a break from my writing to recalibrate and collect myself all of a sudden, my entire worldview, my entire worldview began to dissolve and crumble in front of me. The world in which I thought I was living was not the world that I was living in. The illusions became really apparent. I couldn't unsee what I could now see. My own personal beliefs and values were being challenged at that time, which I know for many of us, that was the year when so many of our beliefs and our worldviews and our perceptions started to become challenged. More death. That was another deepening of this death journey. Just when I thought I was on the other side of it, here I was releasing more of who I thought I was, releasing more beliefs and thought patterns and even political beliefs, beliefs on how the world worked, everything, like sand running through my fingertips. I just started letting everything go, entering this other iteration of this dark night, this seemingly never-ending dark night, more death. It had me questioning everything, not just about the world, but about myself. So after taking a couple months in 2020 to recalibrate, I began writing again while also simultaneously tearing out chapters of my book saying, there's no way in hell I can publish this because now I'm seeing things differently. So the book, which was meant to only be a nine month process, took me over a year and a half from start to finish because I needed to ensure that it was really aligned with my core truth. And that truth was something that 
I started to become more connected with through this process of death, because what is dying is not the truth. What is dying are the layers that I built around my truth. Layers that represented who I thought myself to be, who I thought I needed to be. Beliefs that were projected upon me, values that were projected upon me, worldviews that were projected upon me. And, and we all do this. We all do this. Those were the parts of me that were dying. So here I was now writing a book built on the foundation of this, this death process that I found myself in, this dark night, the dying of a world I once thought I knew, the dying of, of uh, myself of who I thought myself to be. Now, my book was finally released in 2021, which was really, really exciting. However, instead of experiencing joy and celebration for the birth of this book, I began to experience this deep grief, which was so unexpected. I wanted to celebrate, but I felt like I was mourning and grieving instead. And I was so deeply exhausted. I remember feeling so deeply exhausted. And after speaking with more creatives and writers, I realized that this is actually something that writers refer to as a postpartum process. It's the postpartum phase of creation. And I was in it. More death. The dark night continued, even with the launch of, of my book, A Dream Come True. More death. I continued to grieve for the woman that I once thought I was. I continued to grieve for the entrepreneur that I once thought myself to be. My desire to celebrate this book in such a big way was actually outweighed by my desire to cocoon and be with this dark night and be with myself. And it really felt so different than what, than the ways in which I'd accustomed myself to living. It felt more internal. And that's a huge part of the death process is it's a very sacred process. It's one which no one but you is going to understand. And it's yours to understand. Because for us to really enter into this next phase, into a rebirth, we must understand that which we are grieving first. So there I was in 2021, just released a book, just gave birth to the biggest creation of my life. And I was tired. My soul ached for something different in my business, in my life, with my dharma. My soul ached to lead differently. And I was feeling this deeper sense of a more meaningful purpose, more meaning in my life, more depth, more intimacy. Everything that I once thought was important no longer felt important. And this is that something this is something that many people who go through a dark night of the soul experience. All that they thought was important is no longer important. That's a very common thread in the dark night. 
And it was because for me at that time, I was experiencing more pieces of myself dying than I ever imagined possible. And that's the thing about this metaphorical sense of death, the death of our ego is we don't really always ask for it. We don't always want it. But in order for us to come closer to ourselves, to our truth, to our potency, to our medicine, we must let those pieces of us that are not us, we must let those pieces die. My journey with death has been a really long and slow and painful journey. In all honesty, when I returned from Peru in May of 2022 and I was planning the relaunch of this podcast, I really felt like I had just completed a three and a half year journey with death, a three and a half year journey of a dark night. I really honestly felt that. And I came back from Peru. I remember I came back and I was feeling re-energized and re-motivated and I felt so light and so much joy in my body and myself. And then Leia disappeared. And I was met with so much evil, so many lies, so much manipulation, things that were literally cracking my heart open and breaking me apart and forcing me to dig deep into those pieces of myself that are really true. Since that horrific day in June 2022, I have found myself in a deeper and much darker journey with death than I ever expected, than I ever imagined possible. I've been witnessing so much of myself dying, including parts of myself that I found to be difficult to let go, parts of myself that I was desperately holding on to. For example, the parts of myself that do really love being seen, being on stages, speaking, I'm grieving those parts of myself as well. Because at this stage in my life, with everything that I've experienced, with all the death, with all of my life experiences combined, I am now ready in my 40s for more depth, for more intimacy not doing things for face value, but for heart value. When Leia went missing in June 2022, I stopped working. Like I mentioned, I tried enrolling. It wasn't working. I needed to stay aligned with integrity, and I needed to focus on myself and my journey to find our dog. And so I stopped working. I placed the podcast on a unexpected hold with no... <laughs> relaunch date in mind. I let go of new team members that I'd literally just hired. And I was left with trauma that really crippled my ability to live my day-to-day life. I, I was never met with anything like this before. And it had been a solid 20 years since I've experienced PTSD and anxiety in my body like this before. So again, more death, the way in which I was operating the world and was used to operating the world, that part of me was dying. I ended up choosing to embark on another dieta in the Amazon jungle with my teacher. I was dealing with so much and my environment was filled with just reminders of the nightmare that we were living 
with our journey to find Leia. So I decided to go back to Peru and this time for 20 days for another two week diet in the jungle with my teacher and my beloved Ayuma. And let me tell you, in 40 plus ceremonies, this was by far the deepest I've ever gone with the medicine. And for the first time, I was really able to work beyond the veil with the medicine, which for those of you who are familiar with the medicine, the, the parts beyond the veil, I call it the shadow land. That's the darkness. And much like the duality we face in this life, there's duality in, in all forms of life, especially in the 7D, 5D realms. There's the dark, there's the light. And I was really navigating in that darkness and learning that I could always come back. And that was a really powerful reminder for me as I re-entered my life here from that diet. And again, I will share in more detail about my last two dietas in Peru, but that those dietas really deserve their own episode. So stay tuned for that. But when I returned from that diet in the end of November 2022, I was feeling more of myself dying. And I didn't even think there was anything left. I was like, holy shit, how much more of my ego is going to die here? But lo and behold, there's more layers. But it was through this journey into the Amazon that I started to get these glimpses of light. Like I was experiencing the death and what I'm now feeling is the, the, the climax of this long dark night of the soul. But I was finally seeing these glimpses of the light and not fleeting light, but light that is actually here to stay. It's, it's the other side of this dark tunnel I started to see light and, and clarity of, of the rebirth because the rebirth isn't just because you're, you're having an ego death, just because you're experiencing parts of you dying doesn't mean you're going to know what you're being reborn into. Because again, the death process, this is the death of who we thought ourselves to be. And as we let those layers dissolve, we become we become more attuned to our truth. We can see our truth with more clarity. And that's what I started to see is that the light is within me. At this point in time, <laughs> at the time of recording this episode, it honestly feels, it honestly feels like everything I once knew about myself has died <laughs> and I don't know what's next. These past seven and a half plus months, with our journey to find Leia, I have found myself on my knees more in prayer, more closer to God in the strongest sense of faith that I've ever experienced in my life, despite being physically challenged with the trauma and, and often mentally and emotionally challenged with the trauma. My spiritual self has remained intact and stronger than ever. But this has really been the death of who I thought I was. My beliefs, my values, my views on life. 
my views on other human beings, my image of, of self, my image of my business and my dharma and the work that I'm here to do, my motivation, the things that motivate me, my sense of purpose, my joy, all of that, death. All of this has been dying and I couldn't stop it if I wanted to. Now there are some deaths that can be saved. However, when we're talking about these ego deaths and this metaphorical sense of death, any attempt to stop death is is really just resisting what needs to happen. And this is how we create our own suffering is when we resist the natural progression of life. Now our life cycle, if you look around in our world, death and rebirth are part of this cycle. It's part of life. It's the duality of life. With death, we have rebirth and we with with death, we have birth and with birth, we have death. So we can allow death to happen and we can bear witness to that. We can be part of that process. We can be with that process as I have chosen to be, as difficult as it has been. I have chosen to be with it all. But if you try and resist it, if you try and stop it or slow it down, you're only prolonging your suffering. And that's something that I wasn't willing to do because the death is painful enough. And we don't have to suffer through that. In fact, when you choose to be with that process and observe yourself through that process, you will be in awe of the courage, the bravery, the strength that you have within you. It's a beautiful process, but it's also one that is filled with so much grief. And I have been grieving for three and a half years. And I can say this about grief. It's a journey. And in order to get to that other side of grief, we need to experience and feel that grief. So as much as I want to rush through this death process, as much as you may want to rush through your dark night of the soul, as much as we all want to fast forward to the good parts, to the rebirth, you can't. And attempting to do so will only create more suffering. What I've discovered is that death isn't always going to provide clarity for your rebirth. When we go through a process of death, whether it's the ego death or the metaphorical sense of our death, the dying of that which is no longer serving us, the dying of the parts of ourselves which are not really our truth, as those parts die, we're not always clear on what's becoming reborn because we're not always clear on the truth that lies within us. So we have to allow those parts of ourselves to die, to dissolve before we can actually gain the ability to see clearly that light that is within us, that truth, our medicine. So we get to honor death as part of the cycle. And it is a cycle. Death is part of our cycle. And as much as we want to celebrate birth and rebirth, we also get to celebrate and honor death we get to honor grief. We get to honor all that we thought ourselves to be, all that we were. We get to honor the ways in which we used to operate in this world and show gratitude for that. I get to grieve who I was while also honoring who I was because that woman, she brought me to where I stand today. 
So we get to celebrate all of this and not just the rebirth. Death is truly something to be honored and celebrated. We get to honor all that we once thought we were without shame or guilt or judgment, but simply the honoring because this was a piece of our story. These parts of ourselves that we are letting go of in this process of death, these are parts of ourselves that have served us at some point in time. We get to honor that. So I'm honoring the woman that I once thought myself to be. I'm honoring the woman that really craved being in the spotlight, who fought to be seen, heard, and acknowledged her entire life. I bow to her for getting me to where I am today and for being who I am today. And I'm honoring the woman that I am becoming, honoring the light that is now shining through me, the truth of my soul that lies beneath all those layers and illusions. And this is truly where I find myself today. Fitting, since this is the relaunch of the podcast, I feel like this is the relaunch of me celebrating where I am, honoring the death, uncertain of what's to come. All I know, all I fucking know is that right now I am craving more depth, more intimacy, deeper service to the world, more purpose, more truth. And a deep desire to remain on my own path. No matter how different it may look from everyone else's. Because this is my story. This is my dharma. And all of this death hasn't been for nothing. It's been to guide me back home. So if you are listening to this and you find yourself in a process of death, immersed in your own version of a dark night, I invite you to welcome it in. I invite you to honor this process. I invite you to be in this journey and not attempt to fast forward to the quote unquote good parts, but to really hold reverence to this process of death and to acknowledge all of those pieces of you that are dying. Because these are the pieces of you that once were, and they deserve your attention. They deserve your reverence. And I promise you that by doing this, you will become closer to your truth, to your light. The rebirth is just around the corner. Just let yourself flow through the cycle of death as you're meant to flow just like nature, not pushing, not forcing, just being. Meet death with love, grace, and patience, and of course, compassion towards yourself, because death isn't the end. It's just the beginning. And if you're seeking someone to guide you through this process of death and rebirth, reach out. I have one opening for a one-on-one -on -one journey. And this is a journey where I take my clients through that process of death and rebirth 
to guide you to be more of who you're here to be, to lead your dharma as the person you're here to be. So just head to rubyfremon.com forward slash let's talk and apply today. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Potent Truth, where I am taking you on a journey to challenge illusion and lead with sovereignty. I currently have one opening for one-on-one coaching and mentorship. This is a six-month journey where I will guide you through your own death and rebirth process. Through this process, you will cultivate a deep understanding of who you truly are so you can begin leading your life with intimacy and integrity. If you're ready to dive deep into your journey, apply today at rubyframon.com forward slash let's talk. If you have yet to grab your copy of Potent Leadership, please head to potentleadership.com and grab yours today. The book is also available on Audible. And of course, as always, please take a moment to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. This is the official relaunch and I would appreciate all the love that you can give me. Um, If you want to connect with me off of the podcast, please join me online on social media. My handle is at I am Ruby. You can also text hashtag potent truth to 1781-336-0160 to start receiving weekly potent reminders. Thank you so much for your support with the book. Thank you so much for your support with the relaunch of this podcast and Please stay tuned for the next new episode of Potent Truth airing next Monday. Aho family.